When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. This is Charles. Charlie Knapp here. Courtney here. All right. So we uh, we are down one today. Yes. We have a lot going on at TMZ today. Yes, a lot. We but we're going to get into some of uh, the biggest stories first. Um, and we'll start with a, a sad note um, and a really surprising one from the fashion world. Uh, Virgil Abloh, who was... Um, a huge, huge name in fashion was the um, was running uh, Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. First and- black man to be in charge of Louis Vuitton. So he really broke down boundaries. A lot of people knew him from his work with Off White, from his work with Nike. Was this you know shoe creator that really broke a lot of barriers? He also uh, had kind of a music side to him. He was a DJ. He had helped Kanye with Donda. He did some of the album covers for Kanye. So he was really connected in the entertainment industry. A lot of people knew him. I mean, the tributes that went out up over the weekend were just so sad. So what, what was really surprising about this is um, I, apparently only very few people who were in his knew. inner circle knew that he was battling cancer. Yeah, it was, uh, died no at only. Knew. I mean, when I saw the headline, I was like, wait, how is Virgil Abloh? He's only, and it was he died at 41. 41. Um, but a lot of people did not know, very few people knew that he had been battling cancer for quite some time. Uh, among those who knew, we're told, uh, is Kanye, Mm -hmm. who was very, very close with Virgil. Him and Kanye were so close, but they also had a beef back a while ago because they didn't, uh, have that big moment when the, uh, he took over Louis Vuitton and then they came out on stage and like they hugged. They didn't talk for a while, but I can't remember why. Well, it was because Kanye was hoping this is was the story back then. Kanye Mm -hmm. was hoping that Virgil would come with him, uh, and that they oh to Adidas for all his like Yeezys, right? Got you. Um, And instead, he took the 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 Louis Vuitton. How could you not take that opportunity? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So this was a a big thing for Kanye. Obviously, Mm -hmm. um, a big loss, um, but one he probably was aware. You know, since he was aware of his his condition mm-hmm. um knew that this was something he was battling but for everybody else in hollywood and people who worked with him uh they were absolutely shocked and the tributes like you said were pouring in from everyone uh pharrell um Gigi hadid every orlando yeah. bloom my whole entire feed was just filled with all the tributes for him Mine too. it was super sad and i think you kind of think of like wow it's insane that he was battling this cancer, this like, you know, really aggressive, rare cancer, um, which actually was specifically a heart uh, cancer that he was having um, that like really targets the heart. And it's very rare, like I said. But so it's crazy to see that he was battling this insane disease, but still able to do the amazing work that he he did. And just I want to say it was last month he was seen was it New York? He was. There were photos of him walking around, and he he seemed. He looked. He looked great. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, he was at the Donda. He was at one of the Donda he went nights. To one of the Donda yeah. shows also um, was there to support Kanye, and you know, just to know that that's something else that Kanye was probably dealing with 
at the time, knowing what his friend was going through. Right. Um, and we had no idea. So he really helped the guys. brand of Louis Vuitton because it made like he like made all these like cool designs. He got it like young again. He really like gave it like a fresh start. So it was it's just super sad to like see like this type of, of creative person just gone so soon. Another thing too, I don't know if you guys thought about like Chadwick Boseman. Like remember he was mm -hmm. privately struggling, uh, right. battling cancer and then no one really knew until it kind of came out and everyone was shocked. But the thing with Virgil is, like we said, we saw photos of him and he did not look ill or like right. he was physically battling this thing. And so it just seemed like it came out of nowhere. But you just never know what people are going through. And yeah. that is the moral of the story. Yeah, really, uh, really sad loss uh, at only 41 years old. OK, um, let's move on to something else that uh, affected Kanye this weekend. <laughs> um, Kanye is in the middle of an absolute full court press to mm -hmm. get Kim Kardashian back. And it's what's odd about it is it's coming at the exact, and I don't know if this is coincidence, Maybe probably it's not, triggering it. Um, it's that is coming at the exact same time that Kim and Pete Davidson are more and more public about mm -hmm. their relationship. And yet you have Kanye this weekend putting on so much pressure. It started way back uh, the day before Thanksgiving when he had this whole, um, uh, he went to a LA mission to donate right. food and everything, and which was great. But while there, he got on the mic and then he said, God is gonna put me back together with Kim. God wants us to be back together, that this is, this is the way of the kingdom. We will be mm -hmm. together and it's gonna inspire millions of other families that are dealing with separation or divorce and this is going to be great for the entire world. And that was kind of coming on the heels of the photos of Pete Davidson sporting a hickey. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah, that was pretty crazy. It has. This is obviously driving him crazy, but this has to drive her crazy that he keeps doing this. He keeps making these public things. So the, the next thing he did was that he posted a photo, uh, a okay. photo from, I want to say 2018 or 2019 of... I think it was 2018. Of Kim and, uh, and himself uh, kissing, kissing while they're on vacation in the Bahamas. It's Ugh. so much. And, and he attached to it an, uh, our post um, about him saying that God wants them to be back together. And he right. tagged her. And tagged him yes. as well. So um, that's huge it's, public pressure to say, look, this is the way I want it to be. I think this is what's best. Uh, look, from everything that we have told, we've been told by people uh, in the know with Kim and Kanye, She's going forward with this divorce. Right. It's yeah. not like no she's... No turning back. It's not like she's She looks very going, happy with Pete. Yes, she does. <laughs> it's not like she's on the fence. Um, she's moving forward completely with, with mm -hmm. the divorce. And, you know, as that's happening, you wonder if the lawyers are saying anything to Kanye or if Kanye is just ignoring their phone calls because... He's not talking divorce. He's not thinking no. anything about remember a divorce. Remember he tried to say, like, I never got the divorce papers. Yep, so he's, he keeps like, turning her a blind wife. eye. But it's interesting, too, because we know, I mean, obviously, there was a lot of reasons why they had gotten a divorce. But one of the reasons was that he was living in Wyoming and she was living in L.A. and they kind of were living separate lives. Well, you know, now he is selling his Wyoming ranch. He is selling all of his trucks. He's fully moving into Malibu. Remember, he bought that house for... $50 million. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We know he's doing renovations on it. So he's like 
He's still coming back to LA. LA. Yeah. And he's Kim back to loves LA, to go to Malibu because right. that's where Nobu is. So he's just moving right into her neighborhood. Yeah. But you know oh, what? You I'm... think he bought the $50 million house just to be closer to Nobu? Yeah. <laughs> so he can always be there. He can just always it's stop their by. Place. But you know what I'm thinking? This has to drive Kim crazy because if Kanye is saying this to the public, what is he saying to the kids? Like, you know, he's like probably telling North, like, oh, mommy and daddy are going to well, get back together. You don't know that. You don't well, know they're that. probably Hopefully, watching it online I too. I hope that he's leaving the kids out of it. But you know they see it. You know that they see it online. His kids are on More TikTok now. So. Yeah, I love all oh, It's sad how much I watch their kids on TikTok. I know, they have too. really good posts. And one of the most extraordinary things he did in this full court press is that he, he called it a, a Thanksgiving prayer. And it was like a five minute, it was a video, but it's just him speaking. And we, the, the video he used was from one of the uh, Sunday morning uh, service. services. But it was him explaining, like admitting he had problem that he'd been drinking too much. Um, and that, that shortened his temper, which was already short. Yeah. Uh, already had a short <laughs> fuse. He, he said that, um, look, he admitted that when he w- ran for president, he did things that really pissed off his wife. And he made that, some horrible comments about their family publicly yes. when horrible he was yeah. running for president. He admitted all that. And he said, and he said that she was just trying to be a, a dutiful wife and that she wanted to protect me and that I was saying and doing things. He said that she was pissed off about him wearing the MAGA hat. Uh, And he seemed to be saying, look, I made bad decisions for my family and I want to correct that. I want us to be together. But sometimes it's too late. I gotta tell you, I I felt bad for that. I really felt bad for him. And I know, uh, this is my question is, and I was wondering, look, I I listened to that prayer and I felt bad for Kanye, but I guess you kind of got to feel bad for Kim also, right? Yeah, that she's been through all that. It's she did she made a decision. And it's also a lot of pressure when you've moved on with somebody else and you have your ex-husband trying to come back into the picture, which, by the way, you know, on the other side, Kim and Pete still going fully strong. They were out in Beverly at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Beverly Hills Hotel, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a fan had got a photo with Kim separately and then Pete Davidson separately the when fan, they were there the way, at breakfast. Yeah, and that fan happened to be a, a, a journalist in uh, the Netherlands. Netherlands. So he was very proud, sent this. I, I think he said he was on the phone with his mother when he saw them and decided, Mom, I'm going over to see if I can get a selfie with him. And right. he got it. Um, but Do yeah, you think the that fact they that they were, were like... out together again in public at the Beverly right. Hills Hotel. Mm-hmm. Again, we all keep saying this. There are a handful of places where you can go and you know that people are either going to take photos or they are definitely going to talk about you and you're going to end up, you know, on uh, on on someone's blog. Yep. And if you go to the Beverly Hills Hotel together. That's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And Do the you think the photos they... were at Giorgio Baldi, yeah, which, which is, is another, another huge hot spot, spot where paparazzi are. But did they were like, do you think that they told the person we had to take the photos separate at the hotel? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. But they like, weren't you can do tell with the palm because tree, a photo like, them, come on. A photo with them together. Oh my gosh. Would have been Insane. ridiculous. So they said, yeah, we'll just do it separately. Um, and, and I just think for Kim, I don't know how you move. Isn't that awkward? And so Kim goes out and meets Pete. Do you think Pete is unaware of all the things that Kanye is posting? Oh, no. he knows. So now you got to have this conversation about, because, so what's the deal? Are you getting back together with your ex? Or because yeah, he seems to awkward. think you're getting back together. But Kanye was with Irina Shank in Paris. So it's not like he hasn't dated people. So for him to like just like make this hard turn, like, oh, I never wanted to like leave you. It's like, uh... You were hooking up with the model, so let's I will not just act. say this for guys. Oh God, lot, I can't wait. It's it's a lot harder when you see your ex with someone else, then you realize, oh crap, oh crap. I don't. 
that it's different for Kanye to go yeah. out and date someone. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. Uh-huh. Just saying, just generally speaking, this is how men think. Also, yeah. I think too, there's something to be said about guys try to move on quicker, but then in the end, regret things. And then women, you know, first are very sad for a while and then move on. And then you see them with someone else and you're like, thank God it's her problem yep. now. Like, amen. <laughs> like, yep. have him. Uh, so I don't know how that's going to turn out. It, it sounds, right now, it sounds like it's going to turn out with Kanye being heartbroken when the divorce papers, divorce papers. Uh, by uh, the way, if he ever accepts them. By the way, such an about face to that interview that he did, what was it, a month ago, where he said he was the one that came up with the divorce idea. He wanted to divorce Kim and all that. And then now all of a sudden he's like, I want her back. I want to work things out. Just felt like everything has kind of changed since the Look, Pete situation. I just let you into the male psyche, okay? <laughs> I know. We learned <laughs> a lot today. Don't tell anybody, all right? All right. Uh, let's move on to um, Texas. Ooh, Ooh, Matthew McConaughey. Out of Texas, uh, and the run for governor and Matthew McConaughey will not be part of it. After wow. All it's of so this, after, sad. After all of the polls, which were screaming that if this guy, if you run, Matt, you He'll will win. win. You That he would beat Greg Abbott, the incumbent. That Even he though beat. he didn't have much of a stand. It but was I still like you're the he favorite. Was winning. So yeah. uh, he, as Matt McConaughey is uh, wont to do, had a very lengthy, very um, wordy yes. explanation for why he was not going to be running for uh, governor of Texas. As a simple kid born in the little town of Uvalde, Texas, it never occurred to me that I would one day be considered for political leadership. It's a humbling and inspiring path to ponder. It is also a path that I'm choosing not to take at this moment. What am I going to do? I'm going to continue to work and invest the bounty I have by supporting entrepreneurs, businesses, and foundations that I believe are leaders establishments that I believe are creating pathways for people to succeed in life. And politicians, well, the good ones can help us get to where we need to go, yeah. But let's be clear, they can't do anything for us unless we choose to do for ourselves. He is a good looking man. Everyone, like watching that video of him, you just still want him to run. But he didn't say that he wouldn't run in the future. So it's not fully off the table. It's not like I'm hoping he was said that it's humbling that he's not doing it, but I still have hope he's, for the great state of Texas. He still didn't really tip his hand as tip his hat as to what which party he would be running for. I mean, no, everyone but said why what, take a side right now? He didn't he didn't say, I mean, and this is you're right, probably why he was doing so well in the polls, hadn't really put out his political his views. political platform right. at mm -hmm. all. So the only thing we everybody know about loves you. He said that he did believe in the mask mandate, but didn't believe children should be mm -hmm. forced to wear the mask mandate. So it's right. kind of like on two different sides in a way. But yeah, a yeah. little confusing. He remained firmly on the fence, which I guess is also smart because if he does de decide to run down the down the line, nobody can take shots at him in the meantime. Mm -hmm. right. So the door is open. He's just not going to run uh, this time. He's not going to run next year. And... It was a yeah. very political video, though, because he had, like, the flag, like, in the background. And his hair was, like, nice and slicked back. You could tell, like, he did it. It wasn't just, like, the long, like, surfer hair that he normally has. He did say that he, like, you know, you heard him say that he still wants to be involved and wants to support people who are going to actually mm -hmm. make uh, certain decisions. I guess maybe that's how we'll get a reading on which party he's leaning toward. Who are the people that he's supporting that he says he's going to be backing and the... um the causes that he's going to back. So 
Right. We'll see. But Matt not tipping, not not saying which party he's going for yet. Would you move to Texas if he did run to vote for him? <laughs> Charles no. in Texas. Really? You Charles can't answer Charles all, and Cowboy Cowboy hat. I see. They have great barbecues. They also, really do. All, I love Texas. I've had. I, what do you mean, Charles in Texas? I would move to Texas regardless. <laughs> Matt, I Matt would love that show, Charles in Texas. has nothing to do with Matthew McConaughey, whether I would move to Texas. It's just the heat I can't deal with. It's oh, too yeah. damn hot. All or right. It's super hot. Um, some sad news about Tiana Taylor, um, but she's going to be okay. The, the sad news is that she is uh, checked into a hospital, and as she put it, her body just gave out. Um, this yeah, was checked into the ER, yeah. actually. It was a pretty serious situation. So basically, she was supposed to have a show in Connecticut, but canceled it last minute and posted a photo for her fans to see. Um, basically, you see her in a hospital bed. She has, like, IVs hooked up to her, and she explained that um, her body just literally gave out, and she kind of cursed her body, like, I wish I could go on, like, kind of thing, but explains that it, it sounded like she was trying to say she was dehydrated, right? Because she said, oh, I exhaustion. got my new, new exhaustion. exhaustion. Yeah. She just said that she got, like, an IV in her with, like, nutrients to help, like, revive her. Of course, she, like, hopes to reschedule uh, the Connecticut show. So, I don't know why this is just so shocking to me because her body is insane. She's I in know. such good shape. And she gave birth in her bathroom, so I feel like she's almost like <laughs> a but superhero. I, I think the reason that this was so uh, shocking to her fans is that, you know, she made it very public a, a while ago that she had lumps, had found lumps in her breast. And oh, she yeah. she had a biopsy. Um, but she said it turned out fine. And I think when she right. checked in the hospital like that, everyone, the first concern was, oh, crap. She's back mm -hmm. there for that. Is it, has something to do with that? Is it cancer? She said that when she had the biopsy, when she had the lumps removed, um, that they were fine. That was the only thing she said about it was fine. So doesn't seem like that's what it is. Um, and like you said, she says it's that she was exhausted. Right. Uh, and even said that she tried to go. She was actually at the venue, was going to get on stage. And at the last moment, just realized she could not do it. So That's insane. Uh, but it sounds like she is going to be okay. She's got the IV. And uh, she's going to reschedule, as you said. So uh, not, not the worst news. And sometimes people just need a break. You know? Totally. And that's I felt literally like that what it right is. before Thanksgiving break. I, I just, was like, um, you my body's going to get out. Is, but your body just says, hey, it's time to take a break. So See, I thought that after Thanksgiving break. I was like, oh, I need to come back to work today. That's my body needs just a break. Being tired from overeating. <laughs> Too much pumpkin pie. That's Something like that. Yeah, it's a little different. Um, all right, so, uh, let's uh, get to a mystery, a big mystery that some royal, royal watchers uh, think has been solved. Um, although, the palace is denying this. So right. you remember that um, when Harry and Meghan did their their big sit down with Oprah, mm -hmm. probably the biggest shocker, the biggest revelation from that was when they both said that someone in the royal family was alarmed at what the skin color, what Archie's skin color might be when he was born. Right, and they had ruled like, what out- What if he was just too dark? They ruled out the that queen. it wasn't the queen, it wasn't Prince yeah. Philip. So everyone's wondering who made this, you know, comment was it Prince about William? the, the was color it Prince of his Charles? skin. Well, there is a new book out um, by a guy named Christopher Anderson. It's called Brothers and Wives, Inside the Private Lives of William, Kate, Harry, and Meghan. And in that book, he has a very detailed conversation between Prince Charles and Camilla, his wife Camilla. And according to this book, anyway, it's Prince Charles was concerned about Archie's skin color and that it, it, it's weird in that 
you just wonder, I'm reading this because it is a very detailed conversation between them. Right. And Charles says this to Camilla and Camilla says, well, well, he says, what do you think the baby will look like? And then Camilla, like, you know, awkwardly says, like, well, you know, beautiful, sure of course. Be a beautiful, beautiful child. Yeah. And, and then he says, but what if he's too dark? And what so, about the complexion? I right. Think said. Um, <laughs> it, it is so detailed. You have to go on the one hand, you go, well, it's got to be true because it's so detailed. And on the but, other hand, you go like, well, how would he find out? Totally. How would there's Chris no Randerson... one else there. A conversation between husband and wife. Right. So who told him about this? I don't know. The palace says it's all BS mm -hmm. and that yeah. this guy made it up, which is entirely possible also. Um, what is his connection to the palace? He, Do, a royal he's watcher. He's one of the royal <laughs> yeah, reporters. He actually gotcha. does get a lot of information and is really well known in, in reporting on the royals. So, But a hardcore, like, intimate yeah. conversation between husband and right, wife, but I feel like how? It almost sounded like he had well, literally he word for word yeah. of what was said in this private conversation. But then, of course, you know, like I said, like, everyone's wondering, well, how how do you know, like, these specifics? Like, this was a private conversation. Well, I you guess Harry there. and Meghan have, they had to find out somehow. Well, everyone thought that once they said it wasn't the queen um, and it wasn't Prince Philip, it's pretty much was either it was either William or mm -hmm. Charles. Right. Camilla's not going to say anything like that, right? I mean, no. neither is Kate Middleton. Ish. Mm. Oh, the look on Charles' face right now. <laughs> okay. I mean, her okay. Okay. That's what you want. That's how you want to uh, look at it. Uh, so, uh, the palace is saying it's not Charles, but it's still to me it's either Charles or William. And even if it wasn't this conversation specifically, it still could have been Charles. This yeah. conversation that he right. that he's published could be total BS, and the palace is right. Um, but that doesn't mean that he isn't the one who had the concern. He's not fully ruled out. Right. right. Uh, either way, it does, this book is not going to do, when you read the title, everyone was hoping that William and Harry were going to mend fences and that they were going to come back together. And, and that we've seen them walk together, like, since but not then. Did I mean, they're the, not chummy. At the funeral, right. and it wasn't that long. Right, like, and they, I don't know. And they did the event rough. together for uh, Princess, Princess Diana. Diana, the mm -hmm. statue that was put up in her honor. But I don't think I don't feel like this uh, does not bode well for them. No, actually, patching things up. No, still going to have that rift between them. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, so it's so sad. They're both handsome, like brothers. You want them to get along. I don't know why the handsome has to do anything with it. Yeah, <laughs> why does it? it doesn't I don't know. Have you just wanted to, to like. I don't know. You so basically, <laughs> Courtney wishes good things for good-looking people They're and ugly people. They're kind of losing their hair, Courtney. Because they, they were like so cute growing up together. I feel like you watched them. So like now, when you see them just like fall apart, you're like, what is happening? You used to be like the closest family. And also, Megan had her second kid, Lilibet, and yeah. they haven't even. I don't think they even met Lilibet yet. Yeah, like the they cousins haven't. even no, met. Yeah, that's so that's crazy. so crazy. Hey, they left the royal family. Yeah, so but but so did King. Um, and who was the king all right, that let's not abdicated. get into royal history. <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> king James II, hey, maybe. Before we go, I, I want to ask you guys something. What did you? Because Harvey. <laughs> texted me last night and would not stop about the Beatles special. Oh, I have yet to the watch The Beatles it. special the Beatles was documentary, so good. If you haven't heard about it or seen it, it's on Disney Plus and mm -hmm. it is it is extraordinary. It's 8 hours of footage of the band in 1970. Yeah. January of 1970 getting ready for um a special the Let that it basically going to be let it's basically the making of Let It Be. Yeah. And it's a lot of. I haven't watched all of it yet. I watched Charles, the first so, episode. Charles, so you have to watch it. It's eight hours. So it's a commitment. Are the guys like 
the ones that are surviving, obviously, are they talking about it? Like doing no, interviews? No, so it's all or just, who narrates no, it? it's all no just narration. It's footage. Just, wow. it's, it's all just, just footage. footage from the 1970s. And it's so weird because it feels like you're watching something like being made today that's just like set. So, wow. Two, two things that stood out to me. And I don't know if you thought about this when you were watching it. Yeah. Do you know how old they were at the time? Like in their 20s, like early 20s. In their 20s. late 20s. Mid oh, to wow. late, mid to late 20s. And they look, I, I mean, I guess because there's the Beatles and you always think of them as being older, but mm -hmm. they're kids. They're, they really they're are. really young in this and they do seem, but they're, I mean, look, they'd been at it's that It's so point, crazy because you know at that point it was Beatlemania, but when you're watching them, they don't seem to like really like give up that persona. They like, seem it's a little so... bit like a garage band. Yes, <laughs> it's sitting so around jamming, crazy. Trying to figure out, figure out, uh, figure uh, out a song. Rolling Stones fan coming out and swinging. Hey, did you <laughs> hear all the digs? Point. John Lennon had some beef with the Rolling Stones. It was like every other like five minutes, he would take like a little jab about like the Rolling Stones. And I was like, this was like a real <laughs> thing back then. It was so crazy, but don't worry. They made fun of Elvis too. So, that makes you feel any nah. better. I hesitate. Elvis. No, here's the thing. I don't mind their digs at the Rolling Stones. I mm -hmm. get it. You know, look, they say that, what did Paul say? That the Rolling Stones are basically a blues cover band. Yes. Right. That's not entirely inaccurate. Right. Um, but here's oh, my issue. ownership. Here's my, my issue. If you watch this, mm -hmm. that's basically what the Beatles were doing. They were a blues cover band. They're sitting there making up songs. No. They were playing, when you're playing live, they're just playing blues chords. Charles, when you the watch guitar, these men John create Lennon, these songs. John Lennon and George Harrison are playing basic blues riffs. That's fine. And Paul McCartney is just making up lyrics to go you over You are it. crazy. That's what they were they doing. They all know how That's to play exactly all these different doing. instruments. It was like watching Picasso paint. It was so oh cool boy. to watch. You guys, it was amazing. Wow, I actually, someone just discovered what it's like to make music. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. the process. No, because uh, how I like watch stuff now, it's all like auto-tune and like what like well, um, that's, mixes that's you can make. That's because you have you don't poor taste people. in music now. Hey, that Charles, is not there's some true. good singers and you artists are taking out there. jabs at every single artist right now. I'm just saying that it is extraordinary and you should watch it. Um, can I also but say- it also shows that the Beatles at their base were a blues band. They're, that's what all British invasion bands were doing. Mm -hmm. They were just doing their version of American blues. That's it. No. So By the way, you are just such a hater. You like were trying to like give an apology and like kind of own up to it, I but know, then you were just like, nope. Stopped. By the I will way, say Yoko it. Ono oh, is yeah. kind of indicated. That band was breaking up long Over before. No, no, it was wasn't not. That the whole rumor? The story that it was such a lie. And like, yeah, was she aggressively there? Like she didn't need to be there until the entire time. But those boys were already breaking up. It was already done. George Harrison like quit. It was a whole thing. I was like, this poor lady has been just beaten up by all these Beatle fans. Ugh. And here's what happens when young people finally discover the Beatles. Watch the special, and you'll sound just like Courtney. Oh, gosh. Uh, that is, <laughs> is going to do it uh, for us. We will see you guys. By, by the way, make sure that you are checking out the TMZ podcast everywhere you get your podcast. Yeah. Spotify, Google. Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. YouTube, we're also on. If you want to see our beautiful faces. Mm, our faces. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We will see you next time. See you guys. See ya.